What is Chos Baruch Hashem to bring an Arab Shabbos Kodesh? We're going to learn tonight some words of Rabbi Nachman and Mirza Hashem with some chalent, with some lechaim. Most importantly, with such a beautiful and hilgah chevra lechaim, lechaim. We should be zochem Mirza Hashem. Should be a beautiful Arab Shabbos. Should be an uplifting Shabbos Kodesh. We should be zochem Mirza Hashem to enter in to the Yom Shekulo Shabbos b'Sha'atovah Umetzlachos lechaim, lechaim. All right, so both with that, let us, let us begin. So what I, what I would like to do, what I'd like to do is, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen a couple of different Rebbas. We started the first week, morning, shalom, we started the first week with, um, with the Lubavitcher Rebbe. We then went ahead and last week we spoke about Rabbi Yitzhak Haberdichev. And tonight, tonight, I'd like to focus a little bit on Rabbi Nachman. Now the truth is, this, just to tell you a little bit about the Sefer that we're going to be learning from. Rabbi Nachman himself, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, did not, well, let's take a step back. So let's say, a long time ago, in the former iteration of this year, we used to do Rabbi Nachman's Torah every, every week. That was the Shir and Rabbi Nachman. And the way I used to start this Shir, maybe I'll bring that back a little bit over here, is first we would start with some of the stories of Rabbi Nachman, because in Hasidus, the stories of the Rebbe are just important as the Torah of the Rebbe. The stories are the Torah of the Rebbe. So we learned a little bit about Rabbi Nachman. You learn a little bit about Rabbi Nachman's life you begin to see what a dramatic and incredible personality he was. You know, the Rebbe passed away at the age of 39. So I 39 when he passed away. And you know, sometimes you think of Rabbi Nachman, you think of Breslov, you think of the guys, you pull up to a red light in Eretz Yisrael, right, they jump out of the van, they start jumping up and down. I don't know what Rabbi Nachman would have actually done with that if he saw that, right? But, but, but Lamaisa, the Rebbe had a very difficult life had a really overwhelmingly difficult life with many challenges. The loss of a child, what his own described battles with Marashkola, which is sadness, just sadness, a feeling of unfulfillment, a feeling ultimately, a feeling that, a feeling that he just wasn't accomplishing in the way he wanted to accomplish. And again, you know, just important to highlight, Terebe passed away at 39. And look how much he accomplished in such an incredibly short lifespan. Rabbi Nachman didn't write down anything. So anything we have from Rabbi Nachman was actually written down by his Talmud, Rabbi Nasan. That's why ultimately in Rabbi Nachman's works, and I think we say that's Rabbi Nachman, you'll always find Rabbi Nachman quoted, which is strange, because if Rabbi Nachman wrote it, why is Rabbi Nachman quoted? Because Rabbi Nasan, his Talmud, went ahead and, and wrote it. One of the most incredible pieces of work of Rabbi Nachman is something that's called, we're going to be learning tonight, Lekutei Halachas. And what the Rebbe did was really something absolutely amazing, which is he went through the Shulchan Aruch, went through the Shulchan Aruch, and essentially gave the deeper insights and meaning and hashkafas and chasidus behind every single halacha. So it starts out with the halacha and Shulchan Aruch, and then we delve deeper like into the neshama of the halacha, which is first of all very unique in Hasidus in general to find this connection between halacha and hashkafa sachayim. And you begin to see what I, what I love about this, and they happy to, they just came out with a new printing of the Kuti Halachas. Um, with footnotes, kind of like the Rab Tzadik we use in the mornings as well, um, is... It's just such a profound insight into halacha. And takes, you know, sometimes halacha is called halacha yevesha, the dry halacha. 
So Rabbi Nachman takes the halacha yevesh, the dry halacha, and he infuses the neshama into it as well. So we'll Amir we'll, Hashem begin this tonight. And again, I think maybe we'll spend a couple of weeks. Well, it's not going to be sheer in the next two weeks, but Amir Hashem will start tonight. Maybe we'll spend a few more weeks on Rabbi Nachman, Amir Hashem, and then see where we go. So let's say with that, let us begin. So we begin on the, on the first page. It's actually titled page, page Gimel, right? Page Gimel. And the top bolded lines here, this is a quote from the Shulchan Aruch. So the Shulchan Aruch says, opening line of the Shulchan Aruch, Simen Aleph, Simen Aleph, Halacha Aleph, Yizkaber Kari, La'amod Baboker La'avodos Boro. Person should literally, again, be strong like a lion. Get up strong like a lion in the morning to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shiheihu Ma'orer HaShachar. A person should awaken the dawn. Shiheihu Ma'orer HaShachar. So we'll say, this, this is the Mechab, Rav Yosef Karo. So it's very interesting. The first halacha and shulchan Rabbi Yosef Kara brings down is that when you get up in the morning, you should get up like a lion. I will say, what, what does Rabbi Yosef Kara come to teach us? Like, what's the lesson here? Get up like a lion. What does that mean? Greet what would you day. say? Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Greet the day. Greet the day. The idea that the Rebbe is saying over here is, I'm sorry, the Rebbe, <clears> that the Mechaber is saying over here is that get up with a sense of purpose. So I will say, you know, like sometimes you have to get up early because you have to catch a flight. Right, so it's interesting. How fascinating is it that on a regular morning, the alarm goes off? And let's be honest, there's a whole machlokas that's going on in my head. You know, what should I be doing right now? Right, and in my neshama says, get up. My body says, lay down. And there's, but isn't it interesting? Like, if you have to catch a plane, right? Let's say you're going to one of the Makomosakidoshim, like Miami, right? You know, so like, yeah, yeah, you have to catch a plane. So what happens? Like, no one ever says, ah, oh, you know what? I'm just not going to get on that plane for vacation. Like, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to take that flight. It's okay. I'll just miss the vacation because I want a little, it's incredible. Why does no one say that? It's very, it's not just because it's vacation. It's because there's a purpose. In other words, I know that I have a tachlis and my tachlis is to get to the airport at a certain time. And it's that mission driven reality that pushes me. The Mechaber says every single day there's a mission. Every single day there's a mission. Every single day there's an avoda. And when I wake up in the morning, I have to wake up with a sense of purpose. There is what to accomplish today. And when I believe, when I truly believe with my heart that there's what to accomplish today, then what? Then I get out of bed. Then I get out of bed. See, the only time I really roll over is if I think I don't really have all that much to accomplish. Right? So if, if it's not a big deal, if I get up or not, I just roll over. Yeah, what we're going to say? <laughs> Feed the cat. It, wh- the cat. What? 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 Whatever. You could cat flight. It, it, it's it's all the same. You so. It's all the same. You so. I say help yourself to challenge. Right. So right, it's it's all the same exact yisod, which is what, which is that when you have somewhere to be or something to do that propels you forward. So it's your cat, it's your flight, it's your dafyomi, whatever it is, it gets you, it gets you out. So the mechaber says that's when discover kaari. Because also you know it's interesting. You know everybody asks on this. You ever go to the zoo and watch a lion get up in the morning? Right, that's lying. Get up. A lion, by the way, is like like the laziest animal in the world. Right, it, it stretches, it yawns, it's this, it's that. So, what's the chat that the shochanar says? Get up like a lion. So, you know what the great part about a lion is? A lion knows he's the lion. He knows that he's the king of the jungle. He knows who he is. He knows what his mission is. Okay, he's not the fastest guy out of bed, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, he he knows who he is what he has to do, and what he has to accomplish. Says the Mechaber, the secret to successful living is when you open your eyes in the morning, 
I have work to accomplish. I have something to do. And when you feel that there is something you need to do, rolling over is simply not an option. That's the Mechaber. So it's very interesting. So remember again, the Ramah only comments when, the Ramah comments when he disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch. Right? That's when the Ramah... So here's what's very interesting. The Morty, there's this challenge also if you want. Challenge, please. Chavra, help yourself. There's two challenges tonight. It's like a challenge bar. It's mamish. It's all right. So, 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 so remember, so... The, the Ramah only argues on the Mechaber, or I should say it differently, the Ramah only comments when there's a Machlokas with the Mechaber, right? If the Ramah totally agrees with the Mechaber, he doesn't say anything. So it's interesting that what does the Ramah say? Shivisi Hashem lenegdi samid, zekla gadol batorah. I place Hashem before me at all times. This is an important principle in the Torah. So what's, what's happening over here? The Ramah is arguing on the Mechaber. Right? Now, so what, what's, what's the Ramah? So the Ramah says, the Ramah is saying, Machaber, you're wrong. The most important thing in, in the first thing in the morning is not discover carry. It's not get up in the morning because you know you have a mission, you know you have a vision, right? You know you have something to accomplish. The first machshava that a yid has in the morning is Shivisi Hashem Negdi Samid. I place Hashem before me at all times. So we'll say, what does that mean? So the Balatanya, in the beginning of Tanya, quotes this idea and he says, Shivisi Hashem Negdi Samid means that God awareness. I live my life with a sense of God awareness. And Mishnabura quotes this, by the way, in the beginning of Simon Aleph, in Shulchan Aruch as well. Eino Dome, the Mishnabura says, you can't compare someone who knows that he's living in the presence of the king to someone who doesn't know that he's living in the presence of the king. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit means to live life with a feeling that I am in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when I talk, I'm talking in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whatever activities I engage in, I'm engaging in them in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything is in the presence of the Ribbono Shal Olam. So what's the, what would you say? What's the Machlok? Yes. So the Machaber says the most important thing is get up like a lion. The Ramah says the most important thing is Shem Lenegdi Summit. So you know, what's the Machlok? Yes. What's the Machlok? Yes. What would you say? What's the machlokas? So we'll say, I'm sorry? The mindset. So the shaila just is, what is the cornerstone of the mindset of a Jew? So the machaber says, the cornerstone is, I have purpose. I have purpose. So get out of bed. Get out of bed. I have purpose. I have purpose. And if I have purpose, there's no time to waste. There, there's work to be done here. The Ramah says, yes, that is true. You have purpose. But that's not the first thing a yid thinks about. The first thing I think about, Shivisi Hashem Negdi Summit. I open my eyes. I live in your presence. I live in your presence. And to live life in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, that's what frames everything. Meaning, I think what the Ramah would say is, I agree with the whole lion idea of living life with purpose, but purpose stems from God awareness. If I believe that I live life in the presence of God, then ultimately, again, I know that my life has purpose. <clears throat> the Mechaber would say, first you have to feel like you have purpose in order to feel the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, but an interesting Machlokes, Ashkafik Machlokes. That's why you feel the purpose. Because you're in the presence of yeah, God. Yeah, it's like you're the servant, there's the, I'm getting to work. Right, so that's the Ramah. Yeah. Right, so, so the, the Ramah says, the fact that I live in the presence of God, he's the master, I'm the servant, now I have purpose. 
the Mechaber almost, it's interesting because the Mechaber comes from the perspective that it's almost as if before you even get to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you have to establish a sense of purpose for yourself. Do you feel like a purposeful human being? Do you feel like a worthwhile human being? Do you feel that about yourself? Then you can build the Ruchnius on top of that. But in that, based on being a servant? So that's what the Ramo would say, right? That's, that's the Ramo. The Mechaber seems to feel that this sense of purpose, I don't want to say Kechas HaShalom be cultivated you know, outside of God. Because remember, even he's saying, Yiskaber kari la'amot ba'boker la'avodas boro. Why am I getting up like a lion? To serve HaKadosh Baruch So they're all agreeing, service of God is a major thing. The question is, do I start with a feeling of purpose or do I start with a feeling of presence in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch That's what it is. It's a machol case of presence versus purpose. Okay. And by the way, who's right? Who's right? Right, they're both right. They're both right. They're both in Shulchan Aruch, right? It's not like Sfaradim and Praskin, like the Mechaber, Ashkenaz and Paz, like the Ramah, right? They're both right. And I would say probably in different days, we probably feel different ways, right? Some mornings I wake up and I feel like I'm in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I, I, I feel it. Some days I don't. But even in those days that I don't feel the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu when I wake up, what propels me out of bed is a sense of duty. I have, I have, I have a responsibility. I, ha- I have an obligation. Let's see. I just say, like on a personal level, personal level. So you know, it, it's uh, it's interesting. So somebody once asked me, like, why why do I give the dafiomi? Because uh, it should. There's a lot of time besides just the share time. Like it's a lot of preparation. It really is. In Baruch Hashem, like Zohar, this is my third cycle. So you'll do it. And the truth is, on a very personal level, it's a very simple. Because it is the ultimate mechayev to get out of bed, right? I wish I could say, I wish I could say that I'm a self-motivated person and I can get out of bed without having to. But the truth is, you know, Claude Godel is never trust yourself to do anything, right? And if you don't have to do something, chances are you won't do it. Everybody in life needs a mechayev, something that gets you, something that gives you a sense of purpose. So look what Rabbi Nachman says, and this is an incredible piece. Well, we'll start it at least tonight. We'll see how far we get. So I'll say, listen to this. Part of what I also hope to show you through this year is that, you know, when people sometimes think about the Torah Sachasidus, right? People think about, oh, it's like a nice vart. Oh, that's so cute, right? That's so cute. And it's totally nothing to do with the actual pshat and the pasuk. Oh, wow, that's so cute. Such great imagination, right? So we'll say, so especially the misnagdim think that way, right? They'll say, but, but again, what, what I'm trying to show you is that chasidus is a profound, deep ocean of thought, of philosophy, of life outlook. Yes, are there beautiful insights into psukim, of course, but that, 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 that's the tip of the iceberg, there's so much deep life hashkafa, and it's a hashkafa of simcha, and it's a hashkafa of Torah, and it's a hashkafa of God, the greatness of man. So look what the Rebbe says. Rabbi So we'll say once again, you see over here, Rabbi Nassim is quoting his Rebbe, Rabbi Nachman. Says in the words of Rabbeinu, of Rabbi Nachman, Shekisha Adam maschil lechapes atzmo. So we'll say, listen to this line. Just look at these words. When a person begins to search himself. So whether this means a person begins to introspect or a person begins to search for themselves. And we'll say, I'll tell you something amazing. Just last week, I was speaking to someone who I know and, um, and someone who I, I, I know for a long time. And not, not a particularly close relationship, but he was telling me about, he called me about something about a particular question. And then he said to me, do you, do you have a moment? I said, sure. 
He's like, I feel totally lost in life and I don't know who I am. Now, I just got to tell you something about this person. This person is in his mid-40s, about my age, mid-40s, wildly successful. Wildly successful. Good, from person, from mishpacha. Really, like, this is the kind of person you would look at and you would say, wow, like, I'm kind of makana, that guy. Right? You know, Baruch Hashem, success in, in every single area of life. And he's still, my mom said to me, like, I feel lost. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. The Rebbe says, sometimes in life, a person, you know, you wake up one day and you realize, like, I don't really know the real me. I don't, I don't know who I am. I know what I do, right? I know what my profession is. I know how I spend my days. But I don't, I'm not sure I know who I am. So the Rebbe says, so sometimes, so what happens more often than not, when that, when that thought comes up of who am I, what do most of us do? Let it go. Right. We usually just jump back into work, right? Oh, let me answer a couple of emails, right? And let me just drown out that noise because the truth is I don't really want to think about who I am. I'd much rather just kind of just keep going because if I really have to think about who I am, that opens up like a whole Pandora's box of issues. So most of us, when we hear that voice, we just drown it out by occupying ourselves with other things. But the Rebbe says, sometimes I find the courage to let the voice resonate. Who am I? Who am I? Like in the words of Ramchal, like what am I doing here? But it really said, before I get to what I'm doing here, who am I? Like who, who am I at my core? He says, Veroa, and a person begins to see that what? Rahman al-Islam, he's very far from the Ribbon Shalom. So before I even answer who I am, one thing I realize is I'm not where I want to be. I will say, isn't this incredible? I think we've all had moments like this in life, where some of us live in this perpetual state that I don't even know who I am, but I know that who I am right now is not who I want to be. And I know that the life that I'm living is not the life that I want. I, I, I know that I want something more. I can't even necessarily articulate what it is that I want, but I know that it's not this. And what I also know, what I also know, is that I'm so far from the Ribbon Shalom. I just feel far. And I realize also that unfortunately, I've made many mistakes. Many, many, many mistakes. I've sinned many times and I've blemished myself in so many ways. And when I look at myself, I often see myself as totally distanced from anything good. Azai. So the Rebbe says, so what do you do in that moment? See here, I'm finally being willing to be honest with myself. Introspect. Recognize that I'm not the person I want to be. But I, wa- I want to get there. I don't even know who that is. But all I know is that I want to somehow, someway become a better version of me. I want to find me. But yet when I begin the process, I feel so far. So the Rebbe says, what's the first step? Listen to this, Rebbe Say, This is incredible. He says, Azai. And Rebbe Say, here's where you're going to see the beauty of Chassidus. Azai. Hutzarach lechapes ulevakish velimtso ba'atzmo ezetov. So I'll say, listen to this. You see, so if you were in a misnagdishashir or a litvishi yeshiva, so they would tell you when you introspect and you begin to see, you begin to see all of your averus and how terrible you are. So what do you do? You say, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's you. That's the real you. That's you, right? That's you. Excellent. Excellent. You're an avarion. You do nothing good but sin. This is who you are. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. 
The Rebbe says, what do you do in the moment that you begin to feel so down on yourself? And you begin to look and you feel, don't feel like you've accomplished what you want to accomplish, not the person you want to be. Find the good inside of you. Find something good. Find something good. He says, Find something good in yourself. The Rebbe says, you must have done something good in your life. No matter how badly I've messed up in life, all of us, I may have made many mistakes, but I've also done a lot of good. Find something good inside of you. So I now listen to this. So let, let's, let's go through the exercise. I find something good. But then I discover something else, which is, Then I begin to see that even the good inside of me is flawed. So I give you a good example, right? A person says, okay, I look for the good inside of me. Ah, I did chesed. I did chesed. And then when I introspect a little bit more, I realize that, well, you know why I did chesed? You know why I did chesed? Because it makes me feel good. Or I want covet. I want covered. I want people to think I'm a pious person. Right? I, want, I, 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 did, I did it for all the wrong reasons. See here, the Rebbe says, I've found good. I found good. But even the good I find inside myself is so riddled with imperfection. So the Rebbe says, Afal pikein. The Rebbe says still, there's got to be something good. This, so drill down a little bit more. Right? Drill down a little bit more. So maybe the whole act of chesed wasn't good, but maybe you started with the right machshavas. You just got a little bit derailed. Or maybe you started with the wrong machshavas, but somewhere along the way you said to yourself, you know what, I'm going to do this altruistic purposes. Somewhere, somewhere in this process, you will find pure, unadulterated good. It's there. It's there. You just have to look for it. And then look for more good inside yourself. And even though the tov that you find may be mixed together with a lot of impurity and imperfection, Isn't this incredible? So the Rebbe says, in the moment that I introspect and I realize that I'm not the person I want to be, and I realize that I have drifted so far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I realize that I've made so many mistakes in life, how do I get myself back on the rails? The Rebbe says, first thing, first thing, find something good. Find something, find something good about yourself, right? I, but I find something good, but the good is drilled with imperfections. Drill down more, because even within that good, there must have been a spark of purity. There must have been a spark of goodness, so we'll say, once I find something good in myself, says, well, then what happens? So we'll say, so the Rebbe, let's, let's talk about for a moment with the Rebbe. What's, the, what's the process? Why does the Rebbe say that the path to personalistic rehabilitation begins with finding good in oneself? Why? Why do you think? What's the pshat? Pause. You see, what the Rebbe is saying is this. We'll say, think about this from, from your own life. We've all been put down at different times in life. Think about a time you were put down. Right? I don't know how you were feeling after you were put down, but I guarantee you one thing. After a person is put down, no one ever says, oh, you know what? That was a good put down. <laughs> now I really feel ready to lift myself up. And I, thank you. Thank you for making me feel like garbage. Because now that you made me feel like the thing that clogs the sink, right? Like, like, like literally like, like that. Now I really feel empowered to pick myself up. Most times in life when you make people feel like garbage... They remain like garbage. So the Rebbe says, if I want to move myself towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I have to acknowledge where I'm holding. 
I just have to acknowledge that I'm not the man I want to be, and I'm not holding where I want to be holding, and I've committed many mistakes. But the way to propel myself back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not by <clears throat> dwelling on my mistakes, it's by finding something good. Because if I could find something good inside of myself, then I remind myself that no matter how many mistakes I've made in life, I have a capacity for good. And as long as I have a capacity for good and I've done good, then I have what to build on. I have what to build on. Because if all I'm doing is focusing on my shortcomings and mistakes, then I'm a bad person, right? Then I'm ruined, then I'm broken. Then what do I build on? So there isn't, isn't just this an incredible model of tshuva and an incredible model of personalistic, cathartic, rehabilitative, transformative change. Start by finding something good. Start by finding <coughs> something positive and remind yourself that no matter how many mistakes I've made, there is tov inside of me. And once I acknowledge and I accept that there's tov inside of me, now I have what to build on. The Rebbe says, this is called being dan lekaf sechos. And I will say, here's the incredible chav. You see, we all know the concept of dan lekaf sechos, but dan lekaf sechos, right, Someone usually else. applies to who? Someone else. Someone else. The Rebbe says, see, the little known secret that Rabbi Nachman knew is, you really can't give other people the benefit of the doubt. Unless, of course, what? You can give it to yourself first. <clears throat> the din of being down the kaf sechus starts with me. How could I give you the benefit of the doubt if I don't go ahead and give me the benefit of it? By the way, it's not the rabbi's idea. This is Mufurish in the Torah. Pasuk, v'yahafta l'reacha kamocha. You have to love your fellow like you love yourself. To love someone else, you must first learn to love yourself. If you're not happy with you or you don't like you, it's very difficult to love anyone else. So the rabbi says, this is called being dan, the ayyidezeh, shedan as atzmo lekafzachos. The rabbi says, by finding something good, I'm judging myself favorably. I'm judging myself favorably. I find something good. Now, I want to be clear. The Rebbe is saying, don't think for a moment that I'm telling you to ignore your shortcomings. Right? No, 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 no. I'm not telling you to ignore your averis or your shortcomings or your faults. We're going to have to deal with those. But that's not the point of departure. Right? The point of departure over here is finding the good, being done yourself, giving yourself the benefit of the doubt, and that gives you the platform Excuse me, to rebuild. So the Rebbe says, do you want to know how to become a Baal Tshuva? Step one, acknowledge where you are and where you're not. Step two, sometimes have the courage to say I'm not the person I want to be. Step three, acknowledge and own my mistakes. Step four, Find the good inside of you. Aye, but then when you dig down, the good's not perfect. Find some spark of perfection in the good you have performed. And once you find that, you say, ah, I have good in me. I have good in me. And if I have good in me, then that is my foundation upon which to rebuild. If I've done good, that means I am good. I can do good. I give myself the benefit of the doubt. I'm done myself. And says the Rebbe, that is the beginning of the process of tshuva. So the Rebbe goes on. He says, "V'zeh bechinas va'od ma'at ve'ein rasha." Go ahead, skip a little bit. He calls the pasuk in Tehillim. So we'll say, skip to the next paragraph in Dalit, page Dalit. This is incredible. Ready? We'll say, listen to where the Rebbe takes this. He says, "V'al yedezeh yachol l'sameach esatzmo." So we'll say, listen to this. The Rebbe says, we'll say, 
Isn't it incredible? We're all looking for happiness. We're all looking for happiness, right? And, and how do you find it, right? How do you, so the Rebbe says, I'm going to tell you how to find happiness. Happiness is very simple. It's actually really very simple. If you're happy with who you are, you're happy in life. Simcha comes from a sense of contentment with the personality and the persona that you have created. So the Rebbe says, when you're done yourself, lekaf sechos, you give yourself the benefit of the doubt by finding the good inside of you. You propel yourself forward. That's where there's simcha. And Abbas, like what the Rebbe says, v'azai yachal lehispalo. And by the way, it's only when you're besimcha that you're able to daven. Isn't this incredible? Only when you're besimcha, meaning only when you're happy with yourself, do you really have the ability to daven to HaKadosh Baruch this is a beautiful drasha. from Tilim. So listen to how the Rebbe translates this. Right? He says, listen to, how the, listen to how the Rebbe translates that phrase. I will sing to my God. Odi is od shabi. The additional good, the little bit of good that is inside of me. When I give myself the benefit of the doubt, find the good that is inside of me, recognize that I've performed good, can do more good, and begin the process of tshuva, that's when I can sing and dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what, just watch this progression. Just watch this progression, right? So we've begun already with our four steps, Baal Tshuva. The Rebbe says, once I become a Baal Tshuva, I can find Simcha. I can find Simcha. And once I find Simcha, what could I do? What could I do? I could Davin. And I both say, what can you do after you Davin? After you Davin, you could even sing Nigunin. See, the Rebbe in Chasidos, the nigun is even higher than tefillah, right? There's tshuva, there's simcha, there's tefillah, and there's nigun. So the Rebbe says, if you keep going down this process, you could even sing a nigun. You could find your inner nigun. He says, now what's the pshat? Listen, listen to this idea. He says, ki anigunin, how do you make a nigun? Right? How, how, how do you sing a nigun? He says, ayidei shemivarin Ruach tova min ruach necheya. How do you make a nigun? Says the Rebbe. You look, look at these words. Mevarin, you separate. Ruach tova, good ruach. We'll call it good wind. Min ruach necheya. So I will say, if you look over here, he says, he says, ruach necheya literally means like a crippled wing, a, a, a crippled wind, right? Or or a compromise. I will say, what's the shot? I think what the Rebbe is saying is like this. How, how do you create a nigun? How do you create, right? In order to create a nigun, what do you need? What do you need? A lechayim, right? Right? It's, that is true. That, that's only a good nigun, right? So I'll say, is amazing. Remember, everyone knows that for, for a nigun, you don't need a good voice. Right? I think Rabbi Shlomo taught that to the world, right? You know, like, like there are plenty of people there, but you, you don't, it's not a voice. It's not a voice. It really starts with breath. So also, here's the incredible part, right? A nigun requires me to exhale. Right? I obviously have to inhale, then I have to exhale. There are two ways in life you could exhale, right? You could exhale as a sigh, or you could exhale as a nigun, right? There, everybody has to exhale something. Is it a krecht? Is it a sigh? Or is it a song? 
And the Rebbe says, what's the difference? What makes the difference between a sigh and a song? Well, the difference between a sigh and a song is whether or not you're besimcha. And whether or not you're besimcha is dependent on whether or not you're about tshuva. And the ability to be about tshuva is the ability to judge yourself favorably. Because if I can't be done, es atzmi if I can't give myself the benefit of the doubt, then I cannot become a Baal Tshuva. And if I cannot become a Baal Tshuva, I can't daven. I can't find simcha, I should say. If I can't find simcha, I can't daven. And if I can't daven, I can't sing a nigin. Because when the breath comes out, it comes out as a sigh. Because I'm so tzabrochen. I'm so broken. I'm so depressed. And I have the inability to sing my nigin. Incredible. He says, Vahu azamra daika bechinas nigunim. So this, this I just want to point out. So this, this is the, there's so, there's so much here. You can see, by the way, we're not doing it now, but you can see there's all these footnotes on this. Well, we're going to try to get through some of the, some of the rabbis' ideas. So I will say, but again, it's a dramatic, it's a dramatic model of tshuva. A dramatic model of tshuva. So let's do one more piece. He says, V'chein, tzrichin ladun asachem l'kafskos. Now remember, I have to go ahead and judge other people favorably as well. In other words, we'll say, I just want to point out, what's fascinating about the Rebbe over here is, he flipped it. Because normally when we speak about Kaf's Chos, we almost always start the discussion with how, or with who? With who? Else. The other. Right? The <clears throat> Rebbe flipped it. In the Rebbe's model, being down the Kaf's Chos starts with me. But once I've mastered that for me, I have to judge other people favorably as well. Afilu Rasha Gamar. Rebbe said, get ready for this. Okay, let's, let's, this, this, this requires an introduction. I said, we'll say. So remember again, when we think about being down the kafzchos, right? Give me, give me a paradigmatic example of being down the kafzchos. Simple one. Guy embarrasses you. Guy embarrasses you. Yeah, how are you down the kafzchos? Uh, he made a mistake. He made a mistake. Good. Oh, you're at tzaddik. All right, good. I say he's a jerk. But I say, good. I'll give you a simpler one. Simpler one. Right? You see a guy walking into McDonald's. Guy walking into McDonald's. Okay. See, you could say he's ordering a cheeseburger, or what? Or what? He's going to the bathroom, getting a cup of coffee, getting a soda. In other words, there, there's a bunch of different... So being down the kaf sechos is essentially, the way we normally understand it, is going ahead and essentially seeing all the possible scenarios and kind of choosing to create the narrative around the positive one, right? So I, I could describe any narrative I want to Ruvain walking into... To Ruvain walking into you know, McDonald's. I, I, I can describe any narrative. But me actively choosing to say it must have been for something permitted, that's being down the kafskos. <clears throat> the Rebbe has a different definition. The Rebbe says, and it's the same definition for ourselves and fathers, being down the kafskos means finding something positive inside of a person, even though you know that they're not good. Let me explain this. Remember, we just had this before, right? For ourselves, being down the kafzchos means I acknowledge all the things I've done wrong, but I find the good thing that I did. The Rebbe says, how are you down the kafzchos by other people? I'll say, you know what, Ruvain? He's terrible. He's mamish terrible. <coughs> Even though he's so terrible, there must be something good inside of him. Let me endeavor to find something good inside of him. The Rebbe says, that's what it means. Because, see, we'll say, here's what's interesting. Sometimes, so, right, you know, they, they, I, I, we, there's, a, there's a famous saying that you have to be dan lekav schos, not dan lekav shtos. So, for example, if I see Ruvain go into Burger King and I see him walk out with a Happy Meal, 
right? I can't say, oh, you know, it's not really a happy meal. Maybe kosher bites started. No, that's right. <laughs> kosher bites started selling happy meals. You know, maybe, maybe it's from there. Maybe it's this. No, come on. If the guy's holding a happy meal, it's a happy meal, right? There, there's no, that's called, you can't be down like half shtus, right? That's foolishness. So the rabbi says, sometimes in life, people do really bad things. And sometimes there's no like silver lining on it. And there's no positive way to look at it. So what do you do when you see someone who does terrible things? And there's no, objectively, there's like no two narratives. Well, maybe they meant this, maybe. It's bad. What they did is bad. They did rush the dick of things. And there's no two ways about it. How do you relate to a person like that? How do you, and we'll say, isn't this my simbachoyom? Right? We all have people in our lives who just objectively have done, continue to do bad things. And there's no way to be matstick them. There's no way to find like a silver lining. in it. Actually, what do you do with a person like that? Find something else that's good. Find, find something good in that person. Find something, because every single person has something redeeming about them. Every single person has something positive. So being done the kaf, Zuchus Rebbe says, is not the narrow concept that we have, that when you see someone doing something wrong, try to ascribe something positive to what they're doing, because the Rebbe says the reality is in life, sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes people just do bad, wrong things. So being done the kaf, Zuchus means, Tzrichin lechapes, velim tsobo, eza nekuda tova. It means Rabbi said that even when I see someone do something unequivocally bad, there's no twist about it. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's rishos. In that moment, find something good in them. Find something good. And somebody is able to do this and find the good. Get ready for this. Even ultimately, again, in the greatest sinner, Wow. Did I say? In order to be the shliach tzibur, in order to be the chazan, the criteria is you have to be done the yourself so you could create the simcha, the tefillah, the nigunim, and you have to be done the every single person you represent. You have to be down like kaf sechos in every person in the tzibur. <laughs> Isn't this incredible? And I will say again, being down like kaf sechos, meaning that Allah Maisa, I try to find something positive in every single person. Well, see, I'll just, I'll, I'll, we have to stop in a moment, but I'll just give you an illustration of this. The Balatanya, again, brings down in the Mishnah Perke Avas. The Mishnah Perke Avas says, Hillel says, Right, be of disciples of Aaron, Oiv Shalom, Verodev Shalom, love, peace, pursue peace, Oiv Esabrios, Umekarvan Torah, love, Brios. I will say, now, Brios literally means what? Literally means what? <coughs> Creations. It's such a nondescript term for, for man. In other words, there are so many more specific terms for man. So the Balatanya says something so beautiful. He says, you know, along these same lines, you have to find something positive in every person. There are some people that the only positive thing you can find about them is that they walk on two legs instead of four. <clears throat> but that's a Milo also. That's a Milo. You walk on two legs, you don't walk on four. You're not a total behemoth. You're only mostly a behemoth, right? But at least you walk like a Ben Adam. So obviously a bit hyperbolic, but the Balatanya illustrating this idea, you really have to look for something positive in other people. And again, sometimes I can't be malamed zuchos in the negative things that they're doing, but I have to try to pull out some spark of positivity from every individual. But that process of being down the kaf starts by me. That's what allows me to be, to do tshuva, allows me to be besimcha, allows me to daven, allows me to create nigunim. And if I could do that for others, 
gives me the ability and capacity to be the shliach tzibur as well. All right, the boss. We'll have to stop over here for a time. We're going to dive in everything. So I just will say, so there's no shear. There's no shear for the next two weeks. Um, next week and, yeah, the next two weeks. And maybe we'll start a WhatsApp group or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll figure out another one. But nobody's very eager about that. Good. So, Mir Sashem, two weeks, which I think is uh, December 9th. December 9th is our next year, Mir Sashem. Shkayach, everyone.